0: He always
1: seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all.
0: Avery, whose show is this?
1: All right, so, okay, so here's what I, okay, so now here's what I was and I have to put it this way, but I think that, right, it, it seems like whatever happens, a decision has been made, right? Like, of course, something, if you're deciding something or not deciding something, you are making a decision. But I think it is going to be very instructive about the Lakers path, whichever, whatever yeah. you hear today, I think is absolutely a fork in the road. Yeah. And I think both paths... Can have benefits. I think both paths, but I think both paths are good paths. But I think if the Lakers decide to just let a couple guys go for nothing, it's because it's not nothing. How about that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and that gets back to what was going to be the subject matter of the show, 35 minutes in. So, the two paths forward here, and I again, I wrote about this for Substack, which uh, please do subscribe, but, um, I wrote that the one path and the path that has been signaled most to this point publicly and privately by the Lakers is mo- mostly running it back, right? Resigning, resigning Reeves and resigning Rui is probably is, is priority number one and two respectively right now. And both things are expected to be taken care of. Um,
1: yes. But I would also say that it also matters what Austin's cap hold is, right? Cause it gives you more flexibility. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, the timing of it is different. The time,
1: the timing of it matters too. But go mm-hmm.
0: ahead. Um, I'm I'm more just kind of talking about like the boxes that need to be checked. When they mm-hmm. get checked and stuff like that, we can we can talk about later. But the boxes that have to be checked, I think, right now, in some in in um, in terms of like not order of when they need to be done, but order of priority. Okay. Resigning Austin Reeves is priority number one. Okay. Bringing back Rui Hachimura is priority number two. Okay. There's a gap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got you got tears going, huh? All right. Yeah. Um bring back the Angela Russell. I'm going to
1: sit I this think I'm is, I'm going to sit this out and just listen, but I am interested in 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 what what you I think. Are, yeah, no, I am interested I, I,
0: in. What I, what I, what I'll say what I'm saying right now is like
1: because informed I think and I, I how I, I would say go you're about the it. voice of the fans, but I think you have I mean because you know more than most fans, but it is interesting to me to hear what like like a what fans, a fans what a fans priorities priority are be. that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So continue, please. So Reeves, Rui, Gap, Russell. Okay. And
0: the reason I would say Russell needs to be done sooner rather than later is because his cap hold is huge because of what he was on last year. Um, and his the number that he's brought back on is going to be significantly lower than that. You, you know, is is the range that I'm hearing right now is like eighteen as low as like fifteen which i think is crazy I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's coming back at fifteen um and as high as like twenty two and a half or so um I have him somewhere in the middle at like 20 with a player option on the second half or a well, I'm gonna say
1: the I'm gonna say nothing more than this but
0: I hope not we still have a lot no, no, no. of kind of feels
1: <laughs> like it kind of feels like um for for and you and I have talked about this on the show succession. The Lakers and D'Lo kind of feel like, uh it's, was it one of the last scenes? I think it was one of the last scenes. Shiv and um, Tom. Yeah, they're in like the back of the limo, like sort of holding hands, right? Yeah. Like both the like, most cold I, embrace that has ever existed. Because it kind of felt like it No, I can't say that. So yes, that's my that is my analogy. Again, I keep calling him. He's he's. What are you saying? Like day old pizza
0: or something? Yeah, he's like he's like not day old. Day old is fine. Like you don't even worry about. You you throw day old pizza back in the air fryer; it's still delightful. But like, I'm talking about like five day old pizza in the fridge that you're look that you're. I'm look. I'm listen to me. White people
1: shit again. Five day old pizza. Why is that still in your fridge? It's in the refrigerator.
0: Why is it still in
1: your five day old pizza? Why is that still in your fridge?
0: Because leftover pizza is delightful. Anyway.
1: Yeah, it is day one mm-hmm. or two, but this is, all right. I'm not
0: saying that I like, I look forward to eating five day old pizza. This is why uh, like, I'm, this this why be, it's D-Lo perfect.
1: Can't even be day old pizza or two day old pizza. He no, cause be, it's, he has to be five day old pizza. That probably shouldn't still be in your fridge. You said it out loud, right? Didn't, didn't, That's didn't your it analogy. Track, That's what I'm it saying. Track? He's gotta it does. Bump, we got to bump him up.
0: All right. So, so he's three day old pizza. He's like he's on that borderline of like I'm not sure I should eat this. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'm not sure I should bring him back I'm at that number.
1: Mike, go ahead. Just go on a <laughs> rant. I'm just I'm muting my mic. I need no, I, I, I need over. more Hennessy. I've <laughs> so
0: um, all right. So Reeves, Rui, Gap, Russell. Um. The decisions on Bamba and Beasley need to be made, and that's going to happen today. Either the decision to do something, or I mean, to push it back. Decisions have been
1: made, but they they have to be executed or not executed today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not and like then, going down to the wire. What are we going to, What is yeah. what is the uh what's that meme with like the sweaty yeah. superhero? Yeah, but usually buttons? it's like those yeah. are
0: those are like obvious options, right? You know, there's like a there's like a super obvious option and one, and then the the finger is like floating over the dumb option, and this person's sweating uh, over what to do. So, ooh, NBA star and yeah. turn, uh, Kyrie Irving intends to meet with the Phoenix Suns when free agency period begins on June 30th. Sources tell TNT and Bleach Report. My
1: guy Chris Haynes.
0: That is Chris Haynes. Um,
1: <laughs> and, I don't
0: even know a what. Yeah, about.
1: and a, that here's there's the question, right? Why yeah. would he meet with them in free agency? They don't have any cap space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what they have, DeAndre Eaton. There you go.
0: Yep. Um. So, hello.
1: It would take a lot more than that because they are already over the apron. Yeah. So, if they receive Kyrie in a sign and trade. No, that that won't work. <clears throat> That won't work. They would have to. They would have to clear a bunch more money to be able to take him in and assign in trade. Are because they? They're they're already. Yeah, they have. Yes. Well, would I guess h- if
0: you if you take into account roster like the cost of roster spots, right? Open roster spots cost money on your cap until they fill. Those
1: four guys make. Uh, I'll look, but those four guys make.
0: I think one hundred and sixty. Hundred and
1: sixty something. Uh, they, uh, how about a lot? Yeah. So and it's the, uh, the apron is one seventy two.
0: Oh, it's one. Or no, one sixty five. One sixty five. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, was, yeah. I was like, wait a second.
0: <laughs> the the first one that teams are hard capped on if they use the non or the non taxpayer or the biannual. Um, so they or if they sign have... some, sign and trade somebody.
1: I'm sure they're over. They have to be over already. Uh, they currently have yeah they are currently at 175 <laughs> that's not with gonna work
0: ross with players needing to be that's not gonna up. work
1: that's not gonna work
0: yeah um it also is pretty clearly a leverage play from Kyrie's camp
1: a, a leverage for what how, leverage how what he's gonna go i he's never said go his to, camp is he's logical. gonna go to phoenix for the minimum Just go for it
0: have you seen the shit that his camp has leaked he was gonna take the mini mid-level with the lakers no, he like, wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Is it like they they keep on leaking all this dumb shit because like they aren't very good at this. You
1: guys bought that um, shit last year too.
0: I'm like, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. This is where I do the 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 Phil Uncle Phil. We we. All
1: right, fine. I didn't buy shit. <laughs> Kyrie's coming. Uh, and, no, he's not. He's not <laughs> get, You think he's giving up thirty million dollars? <laughs> sure. Did you listen to the
0: show that I did with Dan? Uh, Earlier this week, Wiki, you, you he, because I asked him like, what was the most nonsensical story that I a sources tried to yet. like slip your, by your, him your and he used, that. I
1: listened like, to you. I listened to uh, uh, Timth yesterday. Yeah, um, we've had
0: some good shows this week. Yeah. I really hope people are checking that out. But, um, but anyway, so yeah, back to what we're talking about here. Um, I from there, like after that, the priorities just kind of like are what they are, right? It's just kind of filling out the roster, finding out what they can do with Lonnie Walker, who according to Yovan is more on the table than I thought he would be to this point. And like regarding Lonnie, what I will say about that is, you know, if you look at how dry the rest of the market is, he seems like the kind of player who might get squeezed out and might wind up taking the, Minimal raise that the Lakers can give him. So instead of making seven that he made last year, he would be making 7.8 or something like that this year. Um, You know, what's
1: interesting about that the guys that signed mid-levels, taxpayer mid-levels last year mm -hmm. did themselves a favor because the tax, the the tax mid-level is down to five this year. Yeah. All of the other exceptions have gone up, but that one has gone down significantly. So, basing your contract so he, he it's not like he can go leave and then just get the mid-level again i mean he can but yeah it's gonna cost him some money so those kind and of guys the guys that signed the taxpayer mid-level last year are in good shape
0: and this is why it really matters what number russell is brought back at and what number Rui is brought back at because like again austin we pretty much know is going to be making 12 million dollars next year
1: i think we don't if you really want to know. get down
0: to the sense of it's like 12.4. It doesn't um, matter.
1: <laughs> we don't pretty much know. We know.
0: Yeah. No so matter Austin, what team
1: Austin is on, he is going to make what he's going to make. It doesn't and, matter. And again, and he will be a Laker. All
0: indications is that that team is nah, going to be the I'm Laker.
1: not going to tell you all indications. I'm going to tell you he's going to be a Laker. Well, I, I've I, been, I been have telling to you this for weeks. About that
0: shit. I know. Well, I, again, so have I. In part because, <laughs>
1: anyway. <laughs> So, <laughs> we it's not we basically know we actually yeah. know what austin is going yeah to
0: i do have to i do have to be careful like, and the lakers I, do not know. have
1: the lakers and i'm not even employed space. by
0: FanDuel, and i'm more careful about this stuff but anyway the lakers, um, the
1: lakers do not have the cap space to um smooth it to smooth it if he signs an offer sheet elsewhere so yeah. for the lakers it will be whatever it is 12-2 i think is what it is but. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, but be, the period. number on the number on Rui matters. The number on Russell matters. And by the way, the number on Malik Beasley could really matter if they hope to bring Lonnie Walker back, and if they don't pick up Malik Beasley's option, they could bring Beasley back at like five million and save ten million bucks or eleven and a half million dollars. That could be used on Lonnie. That could be used on the mini mid-level that could be used on, you know, with, that at this point looks like it's going to Dennis Schroeder. Um, well,
1: but here's the order of operations for Malik, theoretically, if mm-hmm. he, his option is not picked up and he does want to come back at a different number, theoretically, yeah, um, the order of operation there does matter. It, it probably won't matter, but it could matter because yeah, you can take advantage of... of um, of uh, the bird rights, uh, yeah. So you can pay him whatever at the end. You can you have to agree to it, obviously, but when he actually signs it can be way after everything else is done. And that's because the Lakers probably are not going to over the cap. It's probably not going to matter, but mm-hmm. it's there's a small chance it could matter theoretically. If if the Lakers if the Lakers decide to go the cap cap space route. It, Not then space. it matters. Then it matters.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Then then it matters if they're talking about cap space. But yes. I don't.
1: No, if it, if you're over over the over the cap, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. And so I think the order the Lakers of operations. Are be the money matters,
1: but the order of operations doesn't matter.
0: I think the Lakers are going to be operating over the cap. I would is, say that's is, probably likely. Yeah, that's that's yeah what I've been told all along, and that's what running it back looks like is operating over the cap. In which case, cap holds don't matter as much um so yeah i i think you know and and you know by the time we, we, we... go
1: ahead no you're right. no go for it no, no no you're right it doesn't no you're right like um yeah okay you're right yes <laughs> it, like it for the lakers for for this iteration of the lakers it doesn't matter but there yeah. is it there is a world now, in which it can matter even if you're over because um if if you're into the second apron, like the Warriors, right? The Warriors don't yeah. have their taxpayer mid level because they're that in the second apron right now. They've been phased in, yes. So mm-hmm. it could it, it doesn't matter for the Lakers in this case, but it yeah. could matter.
0: Um now the other path that the Lakers could go down, and this is where stuff like that does start to matter, is if they go the cap space route where they in order to, to have meaningful cap space, you renounce everybody, basically, except for Reeves. Um, whose cap hold is small enough that you could still have meaningful cap space beyond him. Um, but you renounce Rui, you renounce Russell, you renounce Bomba, you don't pick up uh, Beasley's option. Um, you basically clear the books, and if they do that, they can have upwards of like 30-ish million in. Actually. Yeah. Um,
1: um, yeah. There's a path with Rui that... Without you don't renounce Rui, and it's seventeen ish.
0: Yeah, and that's so. if you sign him quickly. Like if you if you it, like the first thing that you do essentially is no no
1: no you don't have to because it's his cap his cap hold is um that oh you can, yeah, you can right. keep his cap it's hold. like no. it's like fifteen think, mil yeah. right you can keep yeah. his cap
0: hold, um yeah. and yeah so yeah and and so that is a path that the Lakers could go down again from everything that I've heard that is. Not and not just what I've heard, by the way, but like what Rob Palenka has said publicly is that they are more interested in a kind of smoother path forward, more based on continuity. And wiping your books clean is not very heavy on continuity.
1: Uh, no, the, it's not. The
0: middle ground there, the third path that like kind of splits the difference between those two things is what we're talking about when we mentioned Bruce Brown earlier, right? Where we're talking about. Um, re signing Rui re uh, obviously re signing Reeves, but that might happen a little late. Uh, no, yeah, a little later because of cap holds and stuff like that. Um, and you know,
1: I mean, if you're if you're oh, if the Lakers are, yeah, I guess you're if, over it anyway. If they're so. over, if you're over the cap consistently, if you never dip under and then come back up, if you're over the cap consistently, it doesn't matter, uh, yeah. That 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 the fact that the the delta between his whatever two million cap hold and whatever Austin is going to get well twelve mm-hmm. million in the first year, yeah. Um, that ten million dollars only matters if you're under the cap.
0: Yeah, if you're over the cap, so, it doesn't matter. So the um, in in this scenario, in order to open up the the entire non pack non taxpayer mid level, you are renouncing Bomba you are not picking up Malik Beasley's number and probably not bringing him back at all at any number. Um, Probably saying goodbye to Lonnie Walker in that scenario as well. And you're probably using your your biannual on Schroeder in that scenario while you use the non-taxpayer mid-level on whatever free agent it is that the Lakers want. And the reason that I mention all of that, (laughs) 50-something minutes into this thing, the reason that I mention all of that is to say that Access to that type of free agent, free agent, uh, in this case, Bruce Brown is the one that has been most, you know, closely associated with the Lakers. I don't think he is good enough to forego all of the other options that go out the door by choosing this path. Right? You'd no longer have the expiring contracts of Malik Beasley and Mo Bamba, who are like on the peripheries of your rotation. Like the thing that the Lakers have, have run into trouble the last couple of years in trying to build out their roster beyond LeBron and beyond LeBron and beyond Russ is that if they were to make moves, they were going to have to move like rotation players. Taylor Horton Tucker was a rotation player when they were trying to move his contract. And so any trade that you have go out then has to start with making up for what you're sending out the door talent wise while also, you know, being mathematically uh, meaningful enough to, to 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 match there, and you know, the nice thing that I like about Bamba and Beasley is neither of those guys did anything in the playoffs last year. So if you send out their contracts, which can add up to about twenty six and a half million bucks, which can net you like a $30, $32 two million dollar player, that player is just profit talent wise compared to what the Lakers had in the playoffs last year, and. And that to me is a much higher upside play than bringing in a Bruce Brown right now and saying goodbye to those guys. What do you think about
1: that stance? Um, I'm not going to comment on, I think unnamed cognac is delicious. That's what I think about that <laughs> stance. Um, look, everybody's going to have you laid out the the possible pathways um, mm-hmm. pretty effectively. And I said this last year, I think it was, on when we were doing the hook. Um, that, and even last offseason, uh, you know, a year ago or so, is that uh, as it related to Russ and what it would take to get off of him, what you would get back, and all of that, that different people are going to have different standards on, you know, what is good enough. And mm-hmm. not naming any player specifically, but different people are going to have different standards on, what which player would be worth it um at the theoretical non-taxpayer mid-level to um to be willing to part with all of the optionality that you would uh that you would get by just straight running it back so i think different people could have a different standard and i that's reasonable um but i think you did a good job of laying out the the, the different paths and the coffee kicked I think in we'll, while I was talking. It was I, think we'll, I think we will have a. <laughs> I think we will have a decent. Um, um, I think we will have a decent idea of which fork in the road the, the the Lakers and here. But here's the other thing: it is possible, like you can only know what you can know, and mm-hmm. so it is. I think uh, I was two things. I think it is. I think we'll have a pretty good idea of which of the path that you so eloquently laid out, thanks to the coffee, um, the Lakers are going to take here in the next few hours. But it is also possible, like people can change their mind, you can get bad information, right? You can only know what you can know. And you can only know something to, you know, X percentage certainty. So it is possible that you can make what you think is the best decision because you have some future plans and it doesn't work out. That is, that is a possible thing too. So, but I think we will have a pretty good idea here in the next couple hours, um, which path the Lakers are, are at least attempting to take. Let's say that. All right. So I'll talk to you in a couple hours. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But like, like you have any restrictions on texting me? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I think that is a good place to kind of, well, I,
1: no, go ahead. The, the, yeah, come the, on. The last,
0: <clears throat> the last kind of thing that I wanted to talk about here, and again, it's, you know, I'm trying to speak in as much generality that we can continue to have a conversation as possible. Um, is that generally speaking, the higher your books sit at, the higher the margin for error sits at, right? So um again Wait, so mean? yeah uh maybe so the, for, maybe
1: the coffee didn't kicked back out what do you what do you
0: mean well i'm i'm pulling up what i wrote last night so <laughs> that was not
1: eloquently stated
0: um all right so in the in the in the bruce brown scenario right or the non the non-taxpayer we back,
1: back mentioning all right in the non in the, in
0: the ntmle um you know the big mid-level scenario here right yeah. um I said, there's, there's good news, there's bad news. And then there's terrifying. There's a, there's a terrifying outcome here. Right. And the terrifying outcome here is that you do say goodbye to Bamba, Bamba and Beasley, and you walk away with either not the player that you thought you were going to be able to get on that, on the, at that number, or you walk away with basically nobody. Right. And I don't think the Lakers would strike out altogether, but it would be a less inspiring name that doesn't raise your ceiling to a point where it was worth it to say goodbye to Beasley and Bamba. Whereas if you go the Beasley and Bamba is trade pieces route, yeah, you say goodbye to the Bruce Browns of the world and that type of... And, and, and again, this this free agent crop isn't so inspiring that I'm like... No, what am I gonna do without Dante DiVincenzo? Shake your fist. You know? Yeah, like I'm I'm not I'm not like I'm not gonna like lose sleep over not having access to that kind Cold of player. Old man
1: shakes fist at Cloud.
0: Yeah. So like the, there is no like terrifying outcome to the path forward with Beasley and Bamba in tow. There is, however, a terrifying outcome to saying goodbye to those people and foregoing, like I would be pretty bummed if if the Lakers you know, strike out per se, you know, and we can find a better term for it if you want on, on the NTMLE target and then also don't have access to the $30 million player that the Lakers could turn Beasley and Bamba into And a $30 million player. Those are impact guys typically, right? Those guys, like, so for example, Kuz is looking for a contract in the range of $30 million. That guy, if you just, if you take off Beasley and Bamba off of last year's roster and you put Coos on the roster in that Denver series, that series goes very differently, very differently. Um, and that's why, like to me, the most logical path forward, even if it's the more expensive path forward. And, and this is where, you know, owners have different levels of what they're, they're comfortable spending under different circumstances. And, um, for me, though, as it isn't my money, I still think the, the, the path forward that I am most comfortable with is the higher upside play of keeping Bamba and Beasley and foregoing whatever type of free agent that you'd be able to get at the non-taxpayer and at the biannual. Um, what, what do you think of that um, general stance?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, every path, and this is why... it's All of this is hard, right? And, and this is why GMs are don't sleep very much well, why, <laughs> well compensated why i don't sleep very much and why gms are well compensated me on the other hand whatever but um and as i as i said earlier you know part of it is you you can only work with the best information you have um mm-hmm. and i always i always say to you guys and to everybody listening that the nba is a people business every business is a people business we don't think of the nba in that way but it is right who can you trust mm-hmm. uh what information do you have how trustworthy is it <clears throat> excuse me um so all of these like all of these roads are are fraught um the perilous but again like a, and a lot of it is is and you just mentioned it with owners about you know their their tolerance for spending um and that that threshold is different for everyone it's also an organization an owner a gm's like risk tolerance that Mm -hmm. plays a big factor in it also so how much fun is this what i mean it's not fun for me eh? but how how much fun how much how much this is my favorite
0: time of the year this is like I'm, i'm gonna be completely honest this is like this is the kind of stuff that i do really love is you know throwing together scenarios throwing together paths forward and figuring out which path forward i'm most interested in right and um this is also by the way how Rob Polinka operates, right? He yep. is very much a planner. He throws he together is. all of these scenarios. He throws together all of, you know, upside and downside to various decisions and, and all of that. And and at the end of it, he makes a decision based off of all of the intel that he gets from various people throughout the organization on the upsides and downsides of various players and various guys that they have on their roster. Um, one One set, one group that I think he's really going to be working with or has really worked with to this point is probably the player development aspect of the coaching, um, because he's probably been in close contact with them, talking to Phil Handy, talking to everybody over there. Oh, I mean, Phil said, is hey, the is, yeah. What What do you think you can turn Mobamba into? What do you think you can turn Malik Beasley into? Is it Is it worth the twenty six and a half million dollars that would sit on our books to keep them here?
1: Um, by the way, on that, to uh, like, as a part of that, uh, uh, I think there's a decent
0: <laughs>
1: watching you just like, you like,
0: you get so excited because you're like, I have a point to make. He's like, I gotta be careful on how I make the point.
1: <laughs> I just finished off. I, I was like, basically <laughs> licking the bottom of my brandy goblet. Yeah, I didn't know you could like strain glass. That was wild. <laughs> just just ring it out for the last <laughs> drop. Yeah. Um, I think there's a pretty good chance that Colin Castleton is
0: I've been calling this plays. I've been calling this I think I think I think yeah. there's
1: a I think there's a decent chance that that he plays this year. um the other so I have a question for you. Um, maybe I'm crowdsourcing this this is which yeah so
0: canarian what the is
1: what is your um <laughs> most desired no not most desired. Um, give me your give me your Beasley thing. Give me your Beasley take. Separate him from Mo for a second. Give me your Beasley. What What would you like to have happen? I guess.
0: Man, um,
1: I was I was talking about. I don't want
0: to lose him for nothing. That's my. I I was talking about the the
1: reason I'm saying this is because yes, I was talking about this yesterday with an agent. Um, but go ahead.
0: I don't want to lose him for nothing because I still think like he's better than he showed himself to be in the playoffs. Significantly better, I think, than he showed himself to be in the playoffs. And you know, it's been it's been interesting to see the reaction to that playoffs. It, it, you know, in the in the weeks afterward, where people that I talked to were just like, "Yeah, just let him walk." He, you know, he if not only is the he not as. Same thing
1: about D-Lo, it, It's silly. Yeah, it, I,
0: I don't get it. But like, um, I don't think he's a sixteen sixteen and a half million dollar player. But I also don't think he's a veteran minimum type player either. And so I, ideally, and this is ideally I bring him back at 16 and a half because I think him and Bamba combining for that number is, is a really valuable trade asset moving forward. But if, if the trade market continues the way that it has to this point where teams are really reluctant to part with anybody, then I would bring him back at like 6 million next year and save 10 million off of my books right off the bat.
1: Okay so so the so this this clip this, is this, really is, this was just this was just me talking to people this was not like a Lakers specific i have information kind of thing or at least if i do i'm not suggesting that, that. but i think it's an interesting question about whether you would rather have as you mentioned you know Tim on the one year 16 and a half that he's scheduled to get or if you would rather more years for less money right yeah. I mean like let's call it 16 and a half for two years which which do you prefer and it see that seems very counterintuitive right
0: yeah I mean like I i I again I'm looking at it it's a combination of him the player and him the trade An- asset answer you know? the question I think I would still rather have him at the 16. I'm over the cap anyway you know and now look if having him at the if if having him at that number cost me Lonnie Right, if the Lakers really think they have a chance at being able to keep Lonnie, and that depends on whether or not they have Beasley at a lower number, then absolutely, I would rather because that gives me the upside. He can still be moved, like a player. You know, you could still yeah, move. But,
1: yes, yes, but. Mm-hmm. Um, what I suspect, and I've I've said this for a couple of weeks, right after the Beal trade um, on on the show. What I suspect Phoenix is going to do. Is going to overpay people yeah. on shorter-term deals so that they can move them for more. Yeah. So I don't this know. This is a version you know, of that. Yeah. Then there's the calculation of like if if this is all theoretical, but if that would if, if keeping him one year at the number it is currently as opposed to breaking it up into a couple years, um, if that costs you, Lonnie. Okay, that hurts, right? Um, But But it
0: potentially nets you somebody more impactful than Lonnie.
1: Yeah, these are all the calculations that need to be made at all times. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, I'm going to end this thing here because I do think we're kind of on the verge of some news. So if we get some news, the plan is for me to go immediately on here and at least record a lowdown. Um, And depending on the news and depending on what it all looks like and stuff, Um, the plan also is to have somebody on here tomorrow to kind of sum this up and send this into, send us into free agency weekend, which is such a dick move that July 1st is on a Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) We blaming the NBA for this. It's supposed, it's supposed to be a freaking long weekend that I'm the one uh, dick
1: move, the dick move of all dick moves was KD announcing he was going to the Warriors the morning of July 4th. And so everybody was like, well, fuck What? Yeah. This is like a seismic shift in the NBA and now everybody has to work on the fourth. Fuck you.
0: I really wish, I really wish they would, um, push the season back a week, you know, let it end a week later, let the draft take place a week later and have the moratorium end on July 5th. (laughs) Like I can work hungover. I don't want to work. I don't want to work on July 4th.
1: <laughs> what 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 are you what Do you bar what do you barbecuing? You have plans? What do you barbecuing? Uh
0: carne sana. Bad
1: boy. Very nothing American. nothing more American. <laughs> <laughs> Very American. My
0: my look, about
1: as American as Cinco de Mayo, by the way. My, just not a that's, thing probably that's probably
0: more American. It's more of an American thing than um but anyway, uh yeah, the my, my neighbors in this cul-de-sac that I live in all like every year they ask me, Hey, are you making carne? Please
1: make carne what is your do you have the do you have the secret ingredient for the carne sana?
0: I go to the meat shop. You get it already marinate. Oh yeah, dude. What it do you is mean? So
1: so why do they ask you? <laughs> they can just go get it themselves. You don't have oh, because anything. I, co- pro-
0: I cook it better than they do. Yeah, all right, like, you,
1: know, you don't have anything proprietary.
0: I, the, the My ability to cook your, it your is. Your skill on the grill. Okay. All right, yeah. Fair, yeah. Grill skill. Um, all right. Like I said, that is going to do it for this episode of the Lakers lounge. We will have more emergency episodes of the Lakers lounge. Starting with the news of what the Lakers plan to do with Beasley and with Bamba, because like Aaron said, that is going to dictate the paths forward that they take. So until then, by the way, how much
1: fun? How much fun is it? Kyrie just I'm going back to this. Kyrie saying I'm going to (laughs) he's such I'm going to phoenix using Phoenix as leverage.
0: He's such a like Their His camp is just stuffed with morons. God, using
1: Phoenix as leverage. It's how just I, so like how many how many guys do they have that need the ball? It's just I, look. I Can don't, they please I, play Kyrie and Beal and Booker and KD together?
0: <laughs> Not a single stop all year. Defense is all vibes.
1: By the way, go get another go get another ball dominant guard too just play yeah. You play all. Hire Jordan
0: Poole. Jordan Poole, Kyrie Irving,
1: <laughs> Booker. Beal and KD. Yeah. They will score 200 a night and will give yeah. up 280
0: 215. <laughs> uh thank you very much Aaron for hopping on here and 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 dealing with our stuff. I say it all the time and I truly legitimately mean it that having access to somebody with the intel and with the insight that Aaron does who is also willing to put up with my bullshit is a incredible uh asset to lakers fans out there so thank you for dealing with that stuff and i'll talk to you in a couple hours my pleasure brother